Welcome back to the Resilient Teacher Project. I'm Julie Sohacki, a clinical applied professor and program director for English secondary education in the College of Arts and Sciences at the University of Hartford. If you want to see more, please like my Facebook page, Simplify, Rejuvenate, Teach. It's where I post podcast episodes and other inspiration for teachers. The Resilient Teacher Project is 30 minutes or less on-the-go professional development segments intended to empower and inspire busy educators. My mission is to grow resilient teacher leaders by offering innovative and inspirational content. All topics integrate teacher self-care and well-being both in and out of the classroom. Today, we are talking about how to incorporate critical thinking skills into your practice for our students who are essentially global digital citizens. It's more important than ever for our students to be exposed to these skills in the classroom, and today I'm going to give you some ideas of how to align your instruction with some high-level critical thinking practices. As resilient teachers, engaging our students is essential. When our students are engaged, they tend to focus on the work and classroom management issues tend to be at a minimum. Most K-12 educators are very familiar with Benjamin Bloom's taxonomy, which is a hierarchical framework for critical thinking. Using Bloom's taxonomy as a guide allows teachers to be sure that they're integrating high-impact practices or critical thinking skills into their classrooms. Here are the levels of the taxonomy. Remembering, understanding, applying, analyzing, evaluating, and creating. The challenge is to go from traditional uses of this taxonomy to best practices related to the global digital learner. Part of the challenge is to also acknowledge project-based learning and the benefit of students experiencing the high-level critical thinking skills as much as possible. Within our classrooms, we are integrating the new literacies. Simply put, these are the new forms of literacy made possible by digital technology. So we really need some strong, powerful verbs to illustrate exactly what we want students to do. We want them analyzing, synthesizing, evaluating, and creating on a regular basis, and we want to expand those actions to hit every discipline. So how can we make sense of the practices that our global digital learners, our students, need to be experiencing in the classroom, and how do these practices align to the framework of Bloom's taxonomy? Today, I'm focusing on some power verbs that you can easily integrate into your lesson planning, rubric making, and curriculum mapping. These are the academic vocabulary words that your students should become familiar with as they escalate into the higher order thinking skills. And please note, whether a student is in second grade or in a college classroom, students should be experiencing the highest skill levels during each school year or during each course. In fact, I will post Ron Berger's September 2018 article. It's entitled, We Learn by Doing What Educators Get Wrong About Bloom's Taxonomy. Students Must Have a Chance to Apply What They Are Learning. 
Ron gives the example of a student learning yoga. You wouldn't want to memorize a hundred yoga postures from a book without being allowed to try them out with your body on a mat. And that is so true with our students today. They want experiential learning. And as Ron points out, some students are kept at the lower levels of the taxonomy, and that's not the intent of Benjamin Bloom by any means. As students become comfortable with the initial content, they should be encouraged to experiment with the actions that lead to sophisticated and authentic work. Ron notes that when students are given opportunities to evaluate and create, their understanding is deeper, their standards are higher, and their mission is clearer. So let's take the three verbs from the higher order skills on the taxonomy, define them, and then add other powerful verbs that extend the framework to become more aligned with our global digital world and with your discipline. As we move through the taxonomy, it will become clearer how we can encourage, model, plan, instruct, and assess using the higher order thinking skills on the taxonomy. And there are plenty of verbs that will fit within your specific discipline. Okay, so first, let's take a look at analyzing. Analyzing is about breaking the material into parts and then determining how the parts interrelate to each other or to an overall structure or purpose. And so when we think of analyze, we can expand our thought process to include comparing, organizing, deconstructing, attributing, outlining, finding, structuring, integrating, and also some of our digital literacy words like mashing, linking, validating, reverse engineering, cracking, and also media clipping. And so those are just as important. When we move to evaluating, evaluating is really about making judgments based on criteria and standards through checking and critiquing. And so some powerful verbs that fall into the category of evaluating are checking, hypothesizing, critiquing, experimenting, judging, testing, detecting, monitoring, and moving into those digital literacy words, blog commenting, reviewing, posting, moderating, collaborating, networking, refactoring, and testing. And finally, when we move up to creating, that's about putting elements together to form a functional whole and reorganizing elements into a new structure or pattern by planning or producing. And this is where it gets really fun. So some of the verbs are designing, constructing, planning, producing, inventing, devising, making, And then in the digital literacy world, some of the strong verbs are programming, filming, animating, blogging, video blogging, mixing, remixing, wikiing, publishing, video casting, podcasting, directing, and broadcasting. So you can see how these higher order thinking skills are really important for students today. 
along with collaborating, negotiating, debating, um, questioning, posting and blogging. There's just so much that our students can really do. Here's an example of how this works in the classroom. When I teach adolescent literature, students are in pods that I call book clubs. Each book club is assigned two foundational texts, one from the canon and another designated as young adult literature. For example, To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee is paired with The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas. The group reads, annotates, discusses, and interprets the books. As they make meaning, they are in the lower levels of the taxonomy. Then students are asked to find a poem, short story, piece of artwork, cinema, documentary, something to support the themes of the two foundational texts. They analyze and synthesize the multiple texts, with the end game being a presentation that they create using the new literacies, like vlogging about the text collection or using a storyboard app to bring characters from multiple texts together into a new text that they create. They repeat a similar process three times throughout the semester. They have multiple opportunities to create in one course. I encourage you to bring the new technologies into your practice, but even more than that, it's time to ensure that our students, our global digital learners, are part of student-centered learning communities where expectations of higher-ordered thinking skills are the norm. If you are an 11th or 12th grade teacher or no one, please listen to this invitation. I would love to meet 11th and 12th grade students on the University of Hartford's campus in West Hartford, Connecticut for a free field trip. University of Hartford has some free events this fall and you and your students are invited. The Department of English and Modern Languages is sponsoring three incredible readings and would love to host your students on our campus this fall. So stop by and listen to a poet or a novelist. Check out my Facebook page at Simplify Rejuvenate Teach for more information. I'm Julie Sohacki. Please email me with any questions or comments at sohacki at hartford.edu, S-O-C-H-A-C-K-I. And please like my Facebook page, Simplify Rejuvenate Teach where I post the podcast episodes and more inspiration. Thank you as always for joining me and until next time, take good care.